hello so just a quick one i just realized i recorded the whole of the podcast that you're about to listen to not on my microphone so the sound quality is going to be a bit different so please forgive me on this one i know it's a good 40 minute episode but uh, stick with me because i have a lot of things i wanted to share with you and uh next time i promise to sort out my mic and make sure it is the right input and recording device to record my mic record the podcast so thank you very much and i hope you enjoy the episode hello good morning good day good afternoon good evening wherever it is for you today oh how is everybody how are you feeling today tonight this morning hope you're all well i i have to tell you i am on my moon cycle and now i have uh as i've said in previous podcasts i'm celebrating that and actually acknowledging and appreciating my cycle i don't know whether it was that or whether it's because my brain is just so focused focused on things that are just needing to be sorted but not um the right kind of things that i need to stimulate and uh take care of myself oh my gosh everybody i didn't get to sleep till half past three this morning i never thought i'd ever be a person that sits i'm just gonna readjust because my back is hurting a little bit i never thought i'd ever be someone who can say i was asleep i was awake all night and i lay in my bed and i was tossing and turning and thinking all night I never ever thought I would ever say that. I mean, I've been awake from partying or like, you know, um, going on adventures or things like that, but never have I ever, such a good game, never have I ever laid awake in bed. And that's the second time it's happened now. And and this wasn't even a full moon. And uh, um, I could feel my back getting uncomfortable because in case you didn't know, I was in hospital uh, just over a week ago with severe severe back spasms to the point where i couldn't move for screaming it was insanity and just actually giving myself a bit of support so if you can hear me ruffling around and getting a bit closer to the mic that's what's happening and um oh my gosh guys last night i mean the thing is everything i could have thought of went through my head oh i um thought about mace windu from star wars I thought about Qui-Gon Jinn, I thought about my age, I thought about the fear, oh my gosh, the fear of getting older and feeling like a failure and all those things came in. And obviously I soothed myself with, you know, the mantra of going over saying, I am safe, I am love, I embody love. And I literally felt my face smile and felt so much better. But honestly, the things that were going through my head, planning, my, my sound the siren has been like swimming around my brain for months my crowdfunder page, my my Patreon page and ways I can uh, reach out to people and thinking of good content, planning my my yoga series, panicking about money, knowing that money comes in and out all the time, but also having to trust in the universe. And also I had my, I also had a, a, um, during my week where I couldn't walk, I actually had a self tape to give into to an audition to a show that I've done uh, well, nearly twice before, and uh, I had I couldn't even stand. I had to sit and self-record this song for um, the audition. 
because you need your lungs to breathe, I had to be really calm. And I actually, I wasn't diazepam at the time, so I felt very relaxed, um, enough for my vocal cords to relax. And for me to feel relaxed, I only did a couple of takes and just sent off the best one that I had for that moment. And then I got a recall, and um, so I'm really, really happy about that. So yes, guys, so excited. But at the same time, all those scenes are going around my head. The show that I was auditioning for that I'd done before, all the all the um, emotional um, uh, processes that you go through during that particular show came up. Like I felt my body tense, relax, cry, like laugh. It's like I was reliving the show all over again and delving into this character that I had, uh, I had the privilege to be able to recreate and to put my spin on it. And just everything that could have gone through my head went through my head. And I was like, I'm going to do the one thing I definitely should not do, knowing with every fibre of my being this is the worst thing I could ever do. Can you guess what it is? I unlocked my phone from flight mode and went on Instagram. What an idiot. <laughs> you know, and I thought, you know what? I, I don't really want to. Usually I'd put an audible book on and time it. And I thought, no, I won't do that today. And because um, usually if I'm, if my brain is going crazy, I put on some like, like um, frequency music or like some meditation vibes. And uh, I fall asleep in a few minutes time, or 15 minutes max. And uh, yeah, I thought, oh, I could put an audible book on, didn't. Went on Instagram, idiot, rookie error. And uh, yeah, honestly, I'm just going to adjust my mic. Yeah, and honestly, it was stupid. But I scrolled through and, you know, I was looking at mermaid videos, the things that inspired me to help. So I tried to get my brain onto... That feeling when you're underwater or like when you do like some um, some relaxing breathing before you get in the water, which I highly recommend, by the way. And uh, I just got myself into that mindset of what it feels like to be underwater, but not as a human, but as a mermaid and what it would be like if I could breathe underwater. Or like, or at, be a mermaid that breathes underwater. And uh, yeah, and I just got into that. But then other things would creep in and creep out. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then I thought about my silicone tail that's in production. And all these things and measurements and thoughts and conversations I had around that. And the design went through my head. I was like, oh my God, will my brain just calm down? And I wasn't stressed going through these things. It wasn't a painful process, but I could just feel myself. Just my brain was just, it had lots of things to think about. And I realise, and I'm just realised now, the penny has dropped. Usually, I sleep really well, and that's because I practice yoga. And I haven't practiced yoga for long enough to the fact that my whole my whole personality, well, my whole day is completely different. And uh, at night, my brain cannot switch off because I haven't given my body, my thought and emotional sponge a rinse out and a squeeze out and a twist and a stretch and a rest my body is damp from thoughts and they're stuck <laughs> so i'm having to you know deal with this and my my back today is just like going mm, i reckon we could go for another spasm do you want another hospital visit and i'm like no so i feel like i'm gonna talk about this to you guys today about obviously self-care and and what that really means to me and and, and if it strikes a chord with you and if you resonate with it or what it means to you 
And self-care shouldn't be, I feel, oh, there's that bag. Self-care, I'm listening back, I'm listening. Body, I'm here. <laughs> self-care shouldn't be, I don't feel, should be think, thought of as a treat or should be thought of as a, uh, when you have time for it. Self-care is in all the choices that we make. So it could be how fast we eat our breakfast. It could be the language we use, how we talk about ourselves. It could be the choices of during the day, what clothes maybe we want to put on, but maybe don't feel right and we ignore those body signs. It could be wanting to get on the yoga mat, that you feel like you should be doing all these press-ups and sit-ups, but actually what your body needs is to sit and lay in shavasana for an hour. Like simple decisions, how we talk to other people, or, 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 or I, don't, I don't know, just as examples. And uh, yeah, I um, have been, I've not been taking care of what my body needs. I've been focusing so much on cultivating, planning, and trying to um, engage my creativity and, and be on social media and be active. And I was like, I have to, I had to, I had to stop yesterday and remember that I, I've, I've fallen into the Instagram trap. It's true. And now I'm having to, I'm having to kind of recalibrate my relationship with Instagram. Instead of seeing it as like an advertising platform, which has kind of been creeping into my, um, my awareness. Why not see Instagram as a way to connect to people, as I've probably said before in a podcast, in my wiser days when I was sat on the yoga mat. <laughs> um, but why not see Instagram as a way to connect to people and share photography and things, photography and videos of things that we love doing? For example, like obviously my love, my passion for theatre and the arts and dance isn't on my Instagram. I, there's a couple of people that I follow because I really enjoy the choreography, but I don't have any of my theatre friends on my Instagram. Bar maybe three people because they're involved in my mermaid journey. And uh, and I like to keep it that way. And so I, you know, I follow a lot of like, um, a lot of different mermaid accounts. And because I love, I love the underwater scenery, the, 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 the sounds, the, the interpretations reading people's bios not just clicking on pictures that are beautiful which i love doing but i you know remind reminding myself to read somebody's um description what they've said about this because i think we see instagram as a place like a photo dump which is fantastic fantastic for visual arts which i'm so into and i really love but also it's a place where people can express and in a way be heard but not heard be seen but not seen it's a strange place, so I'm, I've decided to alter or try and edit how I see Instagram and not relying on it every day. And I know there is an app that you can get that Courtney Mermaid is. I love Courtney Mermaid. I love her so much. She is just like this goddess of wisdom because she does the work. She looks into things. She's a researcher. Like She's just amazing. And, uh, and she talks about this app that she has um, that she uploads the post and these will go up like on certain times a day so they, I don't know what it's called like I don't know what it's called I have to, I'll have to go and double check but it uploads it for you instead of you having to be on Instagram all the time which I might look into doing actually and um so it I you know because otherwise it's, oh, I have a tendency and I you know I quite enjoy this I like 
photo dump and video dump everything at the same time because I'm really excited. I want everything out there. And then I just leave it for a few days or a week. And then I do a whole load more. And I don't know, you know, I know that um, I don't really care for algorithms. I do know that they affect how they reach people and blah, blah, blah. It's like an addiction, isn't it? It's a game. It's a, it's a bit messed up. Excuse me. And um, yeah, and I just thought, well, how can I use Instagram and social media as something that actually benefits my life instead of something that seems like a burden or a pressure that I have to be liked or, you know, because I'm I'm used to very much being in 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 a room with somebody or an audience or on stage or around people all the time. So your awareness and your ability to be aware of yourself and connect to people is so raw and, and in the moment and beautiful that you you know, all the things that you need as a as a mermaid, as a mer or a human are stimulated, human contact, interaction, all those things that even though we do need our own time to recharge, all those things that are quite important, I'd say, for our uh, our existence. And um, yes, yeah, so going to the complete opposite, and like I mentioned before about my voice being afraid to speak to people, I'm getting a bit better at that now. But the, the you know, feeling that pressure of having to have this image on social media doesn't resonate with me like it doesn't make sense quite jarring for me I don't know if it's the same for you guys however I have made the most amazing friends through Instagram because Facebook just didn't have the place for me Facebook didn't provide you know what I was looking for and I was so resistant for so long to go onto Instagram and I was like, I don't need to go on it and it's just a place where people are vain and talk about themselves all the time and just take pictures and selfies blah 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 and uh, well, I kind of was right, and in a way, that's exactly what I'm doing. But, but it's it's a bizarre experiment, and it's actually I realised it is kind of taken over my life a little bit. And uh, but at the same time, I'm seeing all these other wonderful mermaids and merfolk and mermen expressing themselves and showing off their gorgeous tails, or the things that they're doing to help the planet, or to help people, or help others. And it's so inspirational. And I just I don't know, guys. I'm having a I'm having a good old think about all of this. But amongst all of this, because I'm going through all this kind of chaos and mess and trying to shift through things and organise things. So when things are set in motion, I will have, and I can't believe I'm about to admit this, a routine. <laughs> because I've realised I am I like to I am used to and have been used to my life being organised for me and me just turning up and doing my thing and then going to home. And now I'm having to do it myself. I thought I was a free spirit. Well, I am a free spirit. We all are. But, like, I think I've, you know, I've had such a structured lifestyle being trained as a dancer. Everything about it is about structure. Even your body is about structure. That now I don't have it, I'm like, um, what? <laughs> uh, excuse me, what? Qu'est-ce que c'est? Um, yes, so, um, and now I'm and living on a boat, like, you never know what's going to happen with the weather, and I love that, but also don't. <laughs> um, and I think in my head, I have this, I know that I need a place where I can roll up my mat, I can put my, my witchcraft altar. Sorry, my voice cut out my witchcraft altar. And I have a corner and a space where it's just my own, and then I have, like, the space to record a podcast. Just like a little grotto, you know, nothing complicated, nothing, nothing for the 
stuff just plants and a gentle clear theme maybe lots of plants but like you know um and a space where i can do all those things and unfortunately i don't i don't i kind of kind of could have the room to do it on my boat but uh, i just feel like you know i'm trying to find this space and uh yeah it's just really interesting but i feel like i'm definitely moving a lot more as in you know um you know i i've been spending time at someone's house and being able to use a space and um obviously as i went to ironically start filming mermaid yoga my back went so yeah i haven't been able to do anything of that for like two weeks but it's still there it's one of the process it's all going through my mind it's very much still present and um yes yeah, so it's like i i know why i'm not sleeping but it's just you know and my body and my my everything is at like a shifting point and it's just it can i cannot let i've kind of my body and brain have kind of hit you know max max boiling point max pressure point and to the point my body is shouting at me and you know making me fall to the floor and i'm not sleeping you know or i fall asleep on the couch because my brain's tired because i've been on on the internet or the social media or having a screen in front of my face all day and i just i just um you know some people can handle it really well you know their doshas or their mind body types are really good at um computing and well and literally computing computers or, or you know um people have different but different parts of their chakra people have different um strengths in different places in their body and uh, mine is not one to be in front of the computer or at a reception desk and oh it's just been you know doing the things that really don't bring me um uh, release they kind of bring me into a place of such focus that i frown and my eyesight has even changed and uh yeah it's just a really interesting thing so i don't know how have you been have you noticed anything or changes in your body or your your voice or your mindset or your patterns have you noticed your sleeping patterns have changed or your eating habits have changed have you been have you been taking care of yourself have you actually really been listening to yourself or have you like me even though i'm trying to get things off the ground well i am getting things off the ground or have you like me been so focused on something else you've been distracting yourself from listening to yourself because you're so busy planning so busy not slowing down and i just oh even simple things like when my back was gone and uh, i basically started to walk again I was so slow at doing everything. I was slow at talking because of the diazepam, but I was slow at um, moving, putting the kettle on. And I was so mindful of my body and myself that I could not be anywhere else but present, in the present. And now, because I can move a bit more, I'm like, oh, kettle, fridge, milk, pour it out. And every time now I'm in that space of making my morning smoothie and my tea, I'm like, Torva, calm, Torva, calm down. Like, slow down. No one here is to tell me off. I'm not in a time schedule. I got things I want to do today, which today is all about my body. I'm finally going to get on the yoga mat. But I wanted to, you know, like I said earlier, talk to you guys first. 
and you know kind of get some talking done and get you know because otherwise when I'm by myself all day I don't talk at all so I'm not using my voice or giving myself an opportunity to um fix how I talk so I'm not going to do any edits in this um so there are going to be longer pauses and you know I think you've already noticed there's a lot of breathiness um so I'm trying to stop myself when I'm doing this podcast stop if it's really bad obviously I'll stop and cut things but today I'm going to give myself talking to you and I hope that this maybe you could take this away with you today give yourself time to slow down and we don't have to do things a million miles an hour you know like and I feel like you know once we get caught up in the rush we then notice other things that are rushed or like when we're rushing if there's traffic or the train's late or the bus is late. Well, the bus, the bus where I live near my boat is always late and it's so frustrating because I have to leave an hour, maybe two hours before to get my train, which is like a 10 minute drive away. It's, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Anyway, um, but you notice that then other things start to really get to you, like how someone spoke to you or a look, or you start reading things wrong because you're in a state of quite literally panic or fight and flight. Now, we are, you know, we are some, we are humans and mers that, oh, my back. We are able to do multitask. We can do things more than, you know, we are able to do that. Um, and, you know, that's in our nature. But we don't have to do that. We have the ability to do that if we in a place or in a fight or flight place where we need to engage those skills. Or, you know, multitasking could be, you know, when I'm on when I'm on stage or when you're doing something that, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe something that you do, actually you end up multitasking because it's a natural skill for you. That is brilliant. Like, that being able to multitask, like, but, uh, the only example I can give is when you're on stage, you've got a microphone, you've got a wig on, you've got pins in your head, you've got a costume that probably is really uncomfortable, you've got shoes that aren't designed for dancing, you've got lights in your face, you've got uh, sound, everything, you've got people around you, you've got to focus on all the things you've got to focus on. That is multitasking, but because it's something that I resonate with, dance and movement, it's easy for me. What is not easy for me is be looking at a reception computer this all day. Like basically, I started a zero-hour contract job in a leisure centre, and I am um, really struggling. Like, usually I'd be absolutely fine and chat to people and talk and blah blah blah, and I wouldn't have a problem, you know, communicating and being upbeat, and then going, "Oh, this isn't a problem for me. I'll hand this on to my manager." But because we have our screen between us and I'm, you know, I'm I'm doing something that is not natural for me and I shouldn't be doing, you shouldn't do things that don't align with you. I feel like there's a difference between, I feel like there's a big difference between um, doing something that isn't, isn't, doesn't come naturally to you as in learning a new skill or doing something new. But if you're really doing something that brings you fills you with dread and just makes you really like it does it just it does not fit it is the wrong puzzle piece and you're constantly trying to shove this you know the square toy into a circular gap you know those toys where you have to put the right shape in the right shape in the wooden box like why so many of us trying to shove the wrong shape in a, in in the, the the shape that you are 
And that causes so much damage and friction and frustration and misalignment. And so not for me, of whatever it is for you, for me not dancing or swimming or singing is like me trying to put a square in a circle. It doesn't work when I don't do that. Like, and, and it's, oh yeah, back, I know, I know, I agree. Um, and, you know, but however, if I was teaching yoga, which I'm trying to do in this leisure center, or if I even trained as a lifeguard, even if I don't have, do have to do the qualifications, it means I can sit and be in an environment with movement and water and to keep an eye on people, like sitting like a mother hen, which I, I can do. Um, you know, that would be more suited for me. I don't, I don't, I don't like anyone having to do something where it doesn't resonate with them. It doesn't fit them. We're not supposed to wear shoes that don't fit our feet. We're not supposed to wear clothes that are too, I don't know, restrictive. Or like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I know that sometimes we have to do things. No, actually, no. We don't have to do things we don't want to do. We don't have to do things. We don't have to work shitty jobs. Excuse my, excuse my language. We don't have to work shitty jobs just to bring money in. We don't have to do that. And there, and the tough thing is is that because the pandemic really has shifted so much and, and really damaged quite a few industries like like ours performing like it you know having to the audacity of the government and people in government saying oh you just need to go and retrain and do something else is is the most insulting and and rude and arrogant conservative view on a situation and it's like saying to it's like saying to a politician oh that's a shame you can't do that anymore you should go retrain as a i don't know something else that's completely opposite to them i don't know but like we we don't have to do things we don't want to do why why do we why do we feel like we should do something where you have to you should do this just to do no like, it's not stubbornness, but I've really learned now, like, you know, I don't need, I don't need to do a job just to bring money in, which yes, I do really need. Yes, unfortunately, we need those sand dollars to be able to do stuff. However, I've decided to look at sand dollars and money as tokens to be able to do stuff and see money in more of a positive way instead of having the stress I have had for the past few months well, two years, for four, well, yeah, two years, like most, most of us have. Instead of seeing money as an evil thing, it, it is very corrupt, and we, we do know this, but seeing it as a really good thing, we now exchange money instead of people, well, you know, um, there is a lot of stuff that's still going on in the world, but the majority of the time, we don't now tr trade women for sheep. You know, we have money. We, we there are. It's a better exchange to be able to get something that you need. You exchange something, but I still don't believe we should be exchanging our well-being to in order to live or in order to have a roof over your head. Shouldn't work that way. And I know that's kind of how the system works, but that's one system and one way that we can survive as merfolk and as humans. And I choose differently. I don't want to work nine to five in a place that doesn't bring me joy, that I don't feel passionate about because I would also be doing them a disservice, you know? And uh, I really want this, um, 
I really want this job that I've I picked up in the meantime to to help to be fun and I, but, but I'm really struggling with standing behind a desk standing all day not moving just looking at a really dated system and my eyes squinting all day whether I'm wearing contacts or glasses and it just you know I know I I'm, I have the ability to do it I'm very I'm a very capable person I know this I come away from that job feeling like, God, this is just shift, shift number two, and I just, oh. But luckily, the people are really, really nice, which is great. But I just feel like, I don't know, that I can do better. There's something else I can do there that would be better for me and better for them. Anyway, so, like, um, I haven't obviously been able to go to that job because of my, my back spasms. And, um, yeah, so, I, you know... A really beautiful friend said to me, you know, you know, I love you, but, you know, you you need this. You need to do this. You kind of need to suck it up a bit. And well, she didn't say suck it up. Um, but I really, I really thought, I really thought about it. And I was like, I do understand. I do understand to improve my situation. I need to have an income. But then I thought, but if that source of income is making me so miserable and I'm already in a place of well, slight desperation that's not going to feed my well-being any good anything that's going to do the absolute opposite effect and I've already dreaded coming back to this job and that doesn't do anyone any good so you know like unfortunately I did I did actually ask to go and work in a vegan cafe but they had they were full there were no you know that they, they didn't have any vacancies and it was quite a small beautiful little boutique place but yeah so and i feel like if you're going to apply for like a part-time job or a job just to kind of bring the money in why not it be something that you really enjoy you know and i know people you know people may be listening to this going god the privilege of you being able to say that some people don't have a choice and you're absolutely right like i live where i live on my boat there is such little opportunity but it's ironic because my hometown, tiny, such little opportunity. I've had to leave where I live to go and perform in different parts of the world because that's where the job goes. That's what my that's what what's what happens. And it is really hard depending on where you're born, where you live. Your your work situation obviously reflects that. Or your opportunity around you. It, 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 you know, it, we are a product of our environments most of the time. So please don't please don't misunderstand me. I do understand the privilege of being me, me being able to even think about like I can uh, I know you know I do understand that I won't have to face a lot of things or um how do I say this? I will not have to face the judgment that other other men and women have to face just because of how they look to apply for a job. I understand my privilege that I can go and apply for a job and most likely get it um, and uh, that weighs on me as well so I'm very aware of what I'm very aware of my privilege very aware of what I'm saying and I'm very aware that I don't have children or mouths to feed or I don't have to take care of anybody um, but I I still think there should, there should we still should we all get to say how we live our lives 
We do not need to be dictated by a government or a governing body or family members or friends. We don't need to be told what we should do to improve our lives. You know, maybe we need to change the language of how we speak to ourselves and how we speak to each other. Maybe we need to encourage ourselves and encourage each other to think about actually what are you good at? You may be really, really good at icing a cake and you don't know why, but you're really, really good at it. So you would look for something in your field or that field and then, you know, kind of get the feels if you'd like to be in the food industry. Or you may be really, really good at designing cards or birthday cards or drawing or speaking to people or listening to people so many skills that all of us have that some and we've not been encouraged because if we look at our education system or certainly when i was growing up our education system didn't encourage us to uh, go and follow our talents we are well i was educated and obviously i'm very well i i was lucky enough to have you know um an education an education um i you know i was made to study math science english and all the, all the other subjects and uh you know which is which is which is amazing like don't get me wrong but none of those things none of those things fascinate biology fascinated me a little bit um english language stories yeah maths absolutely not Maths and numbers, like I don't know whether I told myself I was number dyslexic because I found out my dad was, but I've always struggled with maths and I think it's because it bores me, you know, but for somebody else, math, like I can totally empathise and I can, when somebody talks about math, I can feel their excitement and their clarity and that part of their mind, that, give them an equation, give them a problem solving thing, oh my gosh, they are on it. Meanwhile, I'm thinking about what it would what it'd be like to swim through seaweed. <laughs> So we all have our strengths and we all have things, you know, and I feel like we, we haven't been, we haven't been encouraged to go and do those things. We're encouraged to learn things that would benefit society. And it's like, oh, look, I do understand those jobs need to be filled. And those, those people, people have skills that can be incredible doctors, incredible firefighters. There are personalities that will blossom in these roles. And we need those personalities. And hats off to these wonderful like personalities that have those skills to do that you know but also hats off to all the people that have skills in other areas and I feel like we shouldn't have to do things that we put up with to get by we shouldn't have to do be made to do these things that honestly give us back spasms you know, and uh, I had such a rude, painful awakening, excuse me, and reminder of that. And the irony was before I hit the floor and couldn't move, I was hanging up. I actually decided to um, hang up a few items of clothing in my friend's, friend's house because um, I'm here quite a lot. And, um, excuse me. And um, I thought, right, after this, I'm gonna get on my mat and I'm gonna do a really good practice. And as I thought, it was like, my body was like, yeah, too late. Hung it up, twist, pull, whack, on the floor. And I was like, oh, I'm on the floor. And I was so relaxed, like just accepting. 
I was just accepting. I was like, okay, I've done this before. Like, you know, all right, okay, I hear you, buddy. I'm listening. I'm too late. I know I'm here. But then it got worse and worse and worse. I had to be. Luckily, my friend came home about 45 minutes later. I think I may have already done a podcast about this story. I may not have. And um, I came off of the floor and he and like he had he came back and he had to help me off the floor and I'm like I'm I am in my prime I sh- there it is I shouldn't word I need to stop saying that I'm in my prime and I'm on the floor but then I'm like yeah but regardless whether I'm in my prime I'm at a really good I'm, I'm physically you know I blah 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 um I uh I'm on the floor and I had a good old sing-song. I don't know if it was the endorphins, whatever it was, but I just laid there and I had a good old sing-song to myself. Ironically, about, ironically, the show that came up was the show I then laid recently auditioned for. So it was like the universe like interrupted him. It was like, hey, you need to take care of yourself because you've got big things coming and you need to sort it out. <laughs> I'm just going to change my position. Ooh, Oh, you should see my position right now. It is quite something. I am like, I was sitting cross-legged on my chair. And now I am sitting, like, I have... My setup right now is quite hilarious. I have, like, you know the the um, the, the metal um, TV stands that you have? I have that, like, pressed up against the chair that I'm sat on. I'm sat on a pillow. I have my yoga block behind me to keep my spine straight. But now, instead of being cross-legged, I'm sat like I'm about to give birth. My knees are pressed are pressed between, like a sandwich, between this TV tabletop and the chair. And it feels really powerful. <laughs> um, yeah, I sit cross-legged quite a lot, but I have noticed, since working on a computer and editing my videos and sitting hunched over, I have not been sat upright I've not been sat with my legs like open and like allowing my womb space and my inner thighs to open and feel relaxed no wonder my back's gone um oh yeah back I feel you I know right I know um but yeah so um what time are we at yeah it's about half an hour now um but yeah I just I just want to share with you those thoughts that I've had today and that flow of consciousness and I I really hope that you beautiful beautiful mares that listen to this podcast and support this and support me and, and are quite frankly absolutely amazing I hope that there's something in this podcast today that you can take away or it resonates with you as always I really hope that something I say can connect with you um but also, this is a this is a loving reminder from my body to your body. Let's take care of our temples. I know it's a cliche, but actually, do you know what? Let's take care of ourselves. We deserve it. We should be doing this. Ah, oh, should <sighs> we? We have we have the awareness and the ability to take care of ourselves. The consciousness, and we deserve it you know let's make it a part of our lives a part of our practice to take care of ourselves and every decision that we make you know um and uh, i really really hope that you have a beautiful day and if you do find you are in moments of stress or aggravation or even laughter you know just acknowledge it and just go cool this is the moment that is 
and then move on. Stay present. Um, moving on to staying present. Is, is that like an oxymoron? Who knows? <laughs> but um, on that note, I am looking at my yoga mat right now and I am going to get on that yoga mat after drinking my, my banana chocolate smoothie with all my, uh, my gorgeous greens powder and flax seeds and all the things. My cup of tea. I'm going to hold my womb space and get on my mat and uh, take care of myself. So again, I hope you have a beautiful day. Much, much love. Stay wild and take care of yourself. And I'll see you in the next podcast. Bye-bye.